when I first heard Stakes is high. I was Stakes is high. You know them stakes is high. We talking about them. Stakes is high. Y'all know them stakes is high. When we dealing with them. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones and I got TC. What's good? Man, chilling. What's going on with you, brother? Oh, you know, just trying to, trying to stay warm a little bit, you know. Yes, sir. This week ass weather. I think it's I think it's done, man. We on the di- downward spiral. I think and the cold's here. It's here, man. I think <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get no more. Man, it hit 70 yesterday. Man, that's a lie. 70? Oh, close. I ain't feel it. It was it was warm, man. It was, it was warm. Uh, yeah, yesterday it was. It got it got a little bit warmer. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, man. What's up though? Anything good? Everything good with you? Everything's cool, man. Same old man. How's your weekend? Man, good, good. I just chilled. Um, I ain't had nothing exciting. Nothing exciting. I was in good old Chi Town, man. Shout out to our Chi Town listeners, Chicago listeners. Yeah, we got um, some, man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Um, but yeah, I was up there in the city, man. Celebrating my girl's birthday. So That's what's up. Happy I'm, birthday, I'm, Courtney. I'm broke. Happy now. belated. <laughs> I'm broke now. That's, That's relevant to today's conversation. Man, you, <laughs> and you about to get hit for Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Man, it, look, it was my dad's birthday. Ooh. And uh, his was two weeks ago, but then last week he came in town. Um, and so I took him to Top Golf. Yeah, so that, that joint like um, it was what forty five an hour. Yeah, yeah, we did two hours plus food and drinks. Yeah, it was a yeah. decent little penny. Yeah. It was fun though, man. I had a good time. He smashed me, dog. <laughs> I mean, like I'm not a golfer. I'm not. I, I mean, driving range, Top Golf, wherever he yeah. put me in front of it. Like I'm just. It just ain't my thing, dog. Like yeah. I, I'm not. I'm it takes not, practice, man. That's it takes. I, it's yeah. a super. It's a practice. It's something that you have to do. Yeah. And really have to practice and keep it going. So and, I, and I've, you I've, can't just jump on the court and, and on the on the uh, nope. in the front of the driving range and like you jumping on the basketball court. Man, you will get humbled fast, yeah, man. Yeah. He was smashing. When you hooping, you get that couple games under you. Be like, all right, I kind of yeah. I feel it again. Nah, I'm not nah. Going. He was. Yeah, we, so. we played like three different games, man. He, <laughs> first game was the worst. It was like. I lost by like at least a hundred points, man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was ugly. It was super ugly, man. Like I was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to the birthdays in November. Um, I know a few people, you know, birthdays in November. So happy birthday to everyone out there! November birthdays. Yeah. Hey, where can they find us, man? At Stasis iPod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our past episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you got any questions, comments, or concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please send us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Yes, please send us an email. Shout out to uh, C and T. Cole of last week's episode, Fatherless Daughters, mm-hmm. uh, episode 89. We got great feedback. Yeah, we did, man. And um Hey, everybody, like I said, uh, C literally hit me up on, uh, I think she hit us up on Instagram and was like, yo, I got this topic. And I mean, we brought it on, you know, so make sure you send us those emails or DM us on uh, Instagram or Facebook, whatever. If you have a topic or you want to be a guest on, man, we trying to keep this content going and going. So, you know, hit us up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, let's hit this idiot up, man. All right. So. Our idiot of the week. So, 
I, I had this, uh, I was looking at something. We talked about this person. We talked about this person. He's not the idiot this week, but we talked about Tyrese last week being our idiot. Oh, mm-hmm. man, look, what am I talking about? Man? Uh, we got to introduce our guest. Like, I was just about to say, let's bring the guest in on this on, one. Man, I was uh, like, yeah, she yeah. Need some I'm thinking of, our, but I'm thinking of our main event. I'm like, I'm ready to get to it because <laughs> yeah. we like three minutes in. I'm already on idiot. But let's get our let's get our guest in. I'm sorry. I've been I'm just excited to get you on for the main event. But TC, introduce our guest. This is my first time meeting her. So I'm kind of I'm excited to talk about this topic. No, yeah, me and my guest or our guest goes back, uh, man. Dang, when we meet, like in old yeah. At least 10 years, yeah. at least. Some, somewhere around there, man. But, uh, you know, good friend of mine, man. We met on the Greek scene, and uh, we've just been homies ever since then. So, uh, everyone, welcome Tia onto the show, please. Sorry, Tia. I was I was excited to get to the main event. No, I was waiting. Now. She's looking like, where'd you go introduce me or double, She ready to double dutch, yeah. <laughs> when can I talk? When can I get yeah, in? Because yeah. I was sitting here thinking, I was like, man, you about to hit this. So I was like, damn. Hey, we, we, we need Tia. <laughs> I was we going need Tia to chime in on this. <laughs> nah, man, I'm really excited about this. Uh, I'm really excited about the main event, man, because we've never discussed this really on, on, the, on the show. And I think mm-hmm. it's something that we most definitely need to talk about. Oh, uh, for sure. All right, so, Tia, what's up? I'm so glad to be here. Thank you guys so <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> and tell us a little bit about yourself, or yeah. listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah. You know? yeah, definitely. So my name is Tia Chambers. I started the website Financially Fit and Fab. So what I do is I help millennials kick their finances in shape. So I know money is not talked about very much, but yes. mm-hmm. I want to change that. Like, right. Why aren't we creating wealth? Why aren't we building wealth? And it starts with those budgets saving credit and investing yeah. so by we you mean us black folk us especially young black folk young yeah. black folk. i mean think okay. about jay-z 444 like uh-huh. he talked about money all the time right and that really opened people's eyes but honestly we need to start when we're young so yeah. that's really my goal so okay. i speak to groups college groups young adults about getting their money in shape and i have one-on-one clients we work on their budget saving just everything credit though yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of people was, that need you, man. That's why I was like, let's get to this idiot real quick. And now, man, I think it is something. I'm. I mean, I'm excited to talk about this, oh. even though it's like I said, it's um, it's something we, as black people, man, I think it's an insecurity to have these conversations. So, um, yeah, I'm ready to do it. So, all right, let's get to this idiot again. I'm an idiot. <laughs> All right. So last week we discussed Tyrese as being our idiot. Um, you know, I, I, you guys can go back. He's not going to be our idiot today. But uh, he has been going through this whole uh, tornado of Instagram emotions and everything like that. T, you've been pe- you've been peeping Tyrese. Emotional roller coaster. What a glass case of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. Of course, we're not going to spend no time on Tyrese. But however. Um, he was our idiot last week, so we, you know, there's people we could probably make idiot like Trump and Tyrese probably can do it again. And but uh, as of recently, have you guys seen the development of his case? It looks like he beat the or the child abuse. The it, investigation it, it was dropped. dropped. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was dropped. So I mean, you know, good for him because I throughout that I'm like, man, I never want to you know hear or believe that that happened. You know, however, but anyway, um, as of recently. Uh, Will Smith and Jada, Will and Jada Smith uh, wrote Tyrese a check. I don't know if a check, whatever, but they gave him $5 million to pay for his lawyer fees. 
Wow. Can they be my friends too? Know, to stay right? afloat, quote <laughs> stay, unquote, what he said. Yeah, to stay yeah. afloat. Five mil to stay afloat. To stay afloat. Just give me one. That's it. Man, that's that's like, yo, we're going to hit your buddy up. But I think, you know, um, I don't know what they're like, yo, man, you know, I don't know what that came with the advice of like staying off the internet and, you know, making yourself yeah. look up. I don't know what it was. Yeah. However, uh, <laughs> hush money. Take this money hey, man, and shut the shut fuck up, up man. Go sit down somewhere, <laughs> man. God. Yeah, you're making yourself look like a clown. <laughs> but anyway, um, as of recently, um, this has been probably, uh, it was like I'm looking at nine hours ago. So I, I went on Tyrese just to see, you know, what was going on, trying to catch an update because it's almost like reality TV. But anyway, um, he's been promoting some go to his Facebook and um, I don't know, doing his whole little conversations again and whatever, whatever. So I want to play this clip and let's see if you guys can kind of see what's going on. What's wrong with this clip? Hold on. Thank you to Coca-Cola for the product placement. They know I'm going broke. I'm waiting on my Will Smith wire that came in yet. So go to my Facebook.com forward slash Tyrese. I'm about to jump on the on the jet. Go fly to Atlanta to go support my girl. Keisha Lance Bottom. Today is the last day she can vote. You can't vote for her if you don't live. All right, all right, all right. So, let me set up the scene here. If you guys haven't seen this clip, uh, Tyrese is uh, he's sitting in the studio, smoking a cigar. Yeah, one of them R. Kelly cigars. Yeah, the big boy cigars. Yeah, one about the size of a wrist. Yeah, <laughs> he's smoking a cigar. He's in like this red leather uh, coat with yeah, some with some uh, chinchilla fur on. Yeah, the, like the the, the, the tp two dot com <laughs> coat. Yeah. Oh, throwback R. Kelly. Oh. Sure, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, you know he's sitting there looking all you know smooth. Tyrese talking about he jumping on the jet. All right, so here's my issue with this, and this is the, where I'm going to come with the idiot. Right. Once again, he's not the idiot. So, well, let me let me go ahead and it's introduce the, the, the idiot. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the mentality. Yeah. So here's the idiot of the week, and this goes to anyone. And if you point at yourself, you can call yourself an idiot or whoever it is. So the idiot goes to the individuals out there that you loan money to, that you give money to, and you see them within the time period of them not paying you back the money, and you see them in some. New clothes. You see them on Flossy. vacation. <laughs> yeah. You see them on, you know, doing things that you don't even do. Yeah. So that is our idiot. Let's talk about this. One reason I thought about it because I said. So the giver or the receiver is the idiot. The person that's flossing or the person that's no, the, give, lending the, the money? The person that's flossing, most definitely, because you're doing a kind gesture, giving it to an individual that may need the help. Uh-huh. And the reason I thought about it is because, one, uh, Tyrese is sitting there, you know, smoking a cigar, sitting in, sitting with the fur coat on, with the fur on, and he's talking about, I'm jumping on a jet. And then, he, and you know, one second he says he's broke, and now he's talking about he's jumping on a jet. If I was Will and Jada, I'd be like... Nigga, why ain't you in Delta? In 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 uh, yeah, in Delta flying commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what you talking about? You jumping on the jet? You know what I mean? Yeah, why man. you sitting up here with a? You know, you should be in a little that uh, Shayla Rocks. Uh, Shayla Rocks uh, tea and some sweats, <laughs> some, some Walmart sweats, man. If you so broke, but I mean, uh, but a, a crazy spin on it though. Like like I asked, man, the giver or the receiver? Sometimes the giver could be the idiot, man. Because I understand it could not be a the kind first time. gesture. Not the first time, though. I don't know, but it, there's a lot of first times that people like it could be your friend no, you're or somebody the, trying to help out. Or blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, you you done lend out your money to this person, this person, this person, this person, where you can be 
taking care of your own no, self. No, that, that goes to that. the but that goes to the saying. Uh, you know, the first time, all right, shame on you. The second time, shame on me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That goes to that saying. Yeah, but that, I mean, that would be for the same person. I mean, no, we're so talking like about, your your friend does it, and then. You know, a but year I'm later, about, your auntie asked for some money and you helped them. But have we all been in that situation to where we've loaned money or given money to someone and then you see them on their Instagram or wherever? Like, man, what the hell? <laughs> so, you know, I actually have to say I, I agree with TC. They both are idiots in the situation because if you loan in someone money, you're probably not getting it back. Only loan someone money if you're OK with not getting it back. Yeah. I told my mother that. Yeah, that's my I don't. Mindset. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think I've I've loaned people money with the expectation of getting it back. I don't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I loan someone that really needs needs money, that I trust and believe that I'm gonna get it back. Now, if somebody's like out here broke and ain't got no job and don't have any way of paying it back, I'm gonna be like, well, how you gonna get it back to me? But if this individual has, which I just loaned someone money and I got it back, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a loved one that needed some help. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's idiot. You know what I'm saying? So I say if you're in a position to give and not worried about getting getting it back, go for it. But if you're worried about getting it back and if you're counting how they're spending it, don't give it. Yeah. So that's just how I kind of feel. But even if you have it to get, if you, if you have some extra, say I got $20 right now, mm-hmm. boom. Uh, and I'm like, man, I just, if, you know, if I don't get it back. But if you see this dude flashing, <laughs> you're going to be like. Where my, tw- my, my dub, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> why I call him the idiot. You know hey, what I mean? Them, cool, them kicks cool, dog. <laughs> Like, you like, man, you yeah, got- you like, you gonna, you gonna, he gonna be flossing like old, old dude on the step, you know, yeah. old boy be What's up, foot. Instagram? speak, <laughs> wow. So don't get it, I mean, I agree, like, he shouldn't be taking a private jet if he's, bought, and throwing it out on Instagram, like, where my money at? Like, yeah. they're loaning you or giving you money, so why are you yeah. putting them on Front Street, like, where my money at? I would've canceled that wire, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm still waiting on my wire from Will. <laughs> I'm like, like, you like, oh, you, you gonna keep waiting, cuz, <laughs> click. <laughs> Yeah, shit, you flying jets and smoking Cubans and wearing yeah. furs. Come on, no. Yeah, man. So, um, how do how do what do you say to those people out there? You loan that money to, and you see them with you know doing everything. Do you do you say something, or you just count Hell it as a yeah. loss? No, nah, I'm gonna say something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, hey, dog, I'm, them, them nice. Not much to run you. See what my dub bag? It was eighty. Oh, you owe me twenty percent of them shoes, or uh, you owe me twenty dollars out of that eighty from them shoes, man. Yeah, Straight up, yeah. dog. Tia, what do you do? Do you do, are you a no loan money person? So I do loan money, but I go into loaning money with the expectation that I'm not getting it back. So yeah. if I loan money, it's gonna be money that I don't need. No, nah, I'm expecting that money back. I don't care if it's ten. It's better to, twenty. It's, uh, what's it? It's better to uh, lower your expectation. Mm-hmm. Rather than I, okay. have the expectation and be disappointed. So nah. I'd rather lower it. Like, I ain't going to get it back. So if they do give it back, I'm like, dang. So cool. why don't you just I'm, give it to them? I'm happy. I mean, I mean that's what that's, that's what a loan is. They ain't there just giving it to somebody. Nah, you loan just, me. You expect I, to get that money back. That's just a <laughs> hope. You hoping to get it back, exactly. but ain't no Think guarantee. about the bank. They're hoping to get the money back when you get a credit card, when you get a car loan. Now, if you don't give them the money back, there's consequences like messing up your credit. Yeah, foreclosure. But it's loaning you money. Man. I, I want to, hey, listen, anybody listen, if you ask me to borrow some money, I don't care if it's five, <laughs> ten, I'm a, I, I want my money back. <laughs> so, <laughs> would you ever co-sign for someone on a loan? Um, nah, I mean, I think, I think, you know, it depends. Um, I've had, you know, my, my father co-signed for me, like, early, like, when I was fresh out of college, you didn't have any credit, you know, he co-signed for me, you know, love yeah. one like that, but just, I mean, it depends, you know what I'm saying? It depends on the relationship and the trust factor that I have, but just a random yeah. 
Nah, you can kiss the baby. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. It, it, shit, it, it can be somebody in my family right now. I'll right. be like, nah. Like, yeah, on your cousin. But your girl, your cousin, but your girl you know right now, saying? your girl needs a cosign on your... She needs a car. Her car broke down. Yeah, she needs a cosign. She needs you to cosign. she needs a cosign. Yeah. That's different. You trust that. Yeah. That's a whole different kind of trust. But then I could be like, I'm talking about your cousin. Mama, your mama could help you with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. come on. Because I mean, I mean, it's it's different. I mean, because you, okay, you got to think about it. That's your different than random cousin. That's different than your wife. Oh, for sure. And so, I mean, people out here signing for cars and buying cars for just, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend that's here yeah. one day and they damn near next to gone. Now you screwed. You know what I'm saying? So you got you to gotta be a little bit wiser with your paper. Absolutely. You know, but it's still, it sense. could present itself. Exactly. I have a friend yeah. who did that. She co-signed for a live-in boyfriend. Yes. They oh. broke up. He, he uh, ruined the car, got in an accident, didn't pay and off what he was did. supposed to, and they hit her credit her. report. Yep. Hit her credit got report. Her. Messed yeah. up her credit. Fuck that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, like, miss. And yeah. you talking about relationships? Somebody could be petty. Like I'm about to just drive this bitch off the cliff. <laughs> put this, put a brick at the gas pedal and let, let it roll. Like I'm just yeah. about to screw his whole shit up. You know? Yeah. Oh man, I'm cool, man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, nah, I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, co-signing for somebody. <laughs> you know, wife, kid. You know, like or uh, you know, someone like that. I think yeah. that's that's different. Yeah, you know yeah what I'm for sure. Definitely. Your kid. My father jumped in for me. I'm, yeah. I'm thank God I did. You it know, I was able to too. get a car. Yeah, you know my what first saying? car and too. Yeah, paid that joint off. You know, and paid it on time. So I was respectful to the gesture of him even yeah. going. You know what I mean? But some people, like you said. And you were responsible, it sounds like yeah, you paid it back. Yeah. But what if that you weren't responsible yeah. and your father was caught for your car payment and his car payment? Yeah, I think he knew. He I think he knew uh that I would. You know what I mean? Like you know, you got that fam, that kid, don't, just because of your kid don't mean you're gonna do some stuff because you know they ain't right. You know, it's, I mean? yeah, it's, it's some risk that you're willing to take for your children though. I feel yeah, you know, you, you might, you know, been that. But it's like, you know, Cousin, whoever, you know, they're like, hey, cuz, you know what I'm nah, saying? Nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. Won't you go ahead and, uh, like, nah, bro. Hey, cuz, I'm a little short right now, so am I. <laughs> Hit you with that, uh, how do people ask you to loan money, man? <laughs> hey, uh. <laughs> that phone call, you be like, who is this? <laughs> man. I mean, we've all got them. We've all got the call before, man. You know, and sometimes. Hey, what is the what is the what is the curve when somebody call you and you look like hello? Hey, what's uh, up, cuz? What's going on? Do you curve them right away? No, nah, I, I ain't gonna curve my family. I ain't gonna curve them. You I, curve right away. Who? It, nah. You have to. No, what I don't mean? think. So. I'm gonna tell you why you curve right away. Why? First of all, you haven't heard from them, and when they say, "Hey, what's, what you got going on? You busy?" Uh-huh. The next question after that could set you up. So you have to curve. So you mm. busy means nah. are you free because it's going to be something yeah, so big. You have so to if curve. you hear you busy, that you, is kind you of You have to sign. curve. So you have to be like, ah, oh, man, I'm a little tired up right now. What's going on, though? Nah. So you have to curve right away nah. because you don't know what the next question is. Nah, I wouldn't do that because, I mean, I got I, man, I got a cousin, like, and, and I've lent him money. Like, so I got a cousin, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's locked up at the moment. And, you know, he needed a little change. for the, You know, they have, like, days that they, you know, go. They got store time, I, I, however it works. You know what I'm saying? So we need a little paper. You know, so I helped him out. That's cool. He, he ain't books? got no job. Yeah. He ain't oh, got different. no job. Yeah. But he, I'm, just, I'm just saying. But, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, he reached out again. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it was, you know, he Man. reached out, but it ain't like, I didn't, I didn't curve him because, I mean, that's my cousin. And he wasn't hitting me up to ask for money. He's like, yo, I'm just seeing how you doing, man. Like, I don't want to be one of them cats that only reach out when I need something. And so it would have been fucked up on me, on my part, if I just would have tried to curve him, mm-hmm. thinking, like, he's just reaching out to me, just asking for some bread again. But you're not you know curving him to where you're throwing him off. You're th- you're cur- like, so if somebody called you, right? 
and they'd be like, yo, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? You, you, you busy? You tied up? Uh, you know, what's, what's going on? Like, you, no, I'm not. All right, man. Man, I need this jump. Um, I'm on 38th and uh, you like, dang, or, or I need some, I need a loan, man, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, if I always like, if it's a number, I don't know, it's somebody random that I haven't talked to in forever and they hit me with that. What's going on? What you got going on right now? Uh, man, I'm a little tied up. What's going on? Uh-huh. And now you put yourself in position to where you can say yes or no. You get what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't even say, I'll say yes or no regardless. If I'm, if I'm busy, free, uh, taking a shit, it don't matter. <laughs> I'm going to just let you know, you know, I can do it or I can't. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't want to curve, especially family members. I don't want to curve them. Like I said, that instance, he was just like, you know, I just want to reach out and holler at you because I don't want, I don't want to be that guy that's, you know, you know, coming off like I'm just asking for shit all the time. You know what I mean? I just want yeah, to see man. how you doing. You know? yeah, I mean, if it's a number I don't know and I weird. answer, uh, you <laughs> ask me, I'm busy. I'm gonna probably say, yeah, what's going on? I don't even answer them joints. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you curb, yeah. dog. Like it's an unlisted number. If you don't leave a voicemail, then you just not gonna hear from me. Or You're they text you, cuz what's happening? You busy right now? <laughs> but anyway, man. Nah, um, yeah, asking for that loan. I, I mean. I don't know, man. I don't know how people do. <laughs> I don't got asked many different ways. <laughs> man, I used to work for everyone's uh, favorite uh, student loan company, Sally Mae. Oh. Mm. Used to get people all the time when they would co-sign for their kids on a student loan. Then the kids wouldn't pay it back, and they're on the hook for it. It messes up their credit. Damn. Yeah, that sucks, dog. Student loans suck anyway, man. Yeah, they need man. to just go ahead and forgive all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know they got the. Let's go that, to this main event. Yeah, man. yeah let's, let's get out this idiot. I was finna roll. I was finna. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's get go. out this idiot. But anyway, that person out there, if you borrow money from someone and you buying Jordans the next day, or you going on vacation the next day without <laughs> paying that person that money back, man, you're an idiot. Pay yeah. that person back, man. Pay you, your person. Pay yeah. your debt. Give that person that loved one because at the end of the day, you're you're basically ruining your credit with your loved ones and you're not even when you need them next time they're gonna be like nah you still ain't paid me back from last time sure so you yeah, idiot and you yeah. bogus <laughs> <laughs> i like that ruin the credit with your loved ones yeah yeah, yeah you end up doing that That's so real, man. but let's get to this main event all right so you guys have met tia tia what up what up what up we've already kind of tapped into some finances but um Let's get this going. Let's start talking about some of these finance. I know TC, you kind of have uh, an it's like outline a, that yeah, you kind of created. Yeah, just a couple points that yeah, I want to yeah, get you yeah. know Tia's input on. It's um, it's basically just talking about you know us and money mistakes, mistakes we make with money. You know, um, either uh, whether it be investing, investing, saving, how we spend, whatever the case, budgeting and all that, just, just what are some of our most common mistakes and what we should do, um, to offset those mistakes or prevent from making those mistakes or what you might need to do to repair those mistakes that you've made, you know, stuff like that. So, um, I mean, I would just, I could just throw a couple of your way and then, you know, you can give us, you know, your thoughts on what we should do, how we should do it how we should prevent issues, et cetera. And before we start, let me ask a question um, before you go into your points. Uh, one, one thing I have, like, you know, that when you look at what is your, what is a word that you can say for us as black people? And, you know, we use us. I mean, you know, there's more than black people to listen to the show, but I mean, this is our, this is our, 
this is our platform for our people. This is TCNI's contribution to us. So if people, I've been asked that before, you know, we talk about, I'm like, nah, this uh-huh. is our platform for our culture. Mm-hmm. This is our contribution to add into the culture of these conversations. So anyway, yeah. back to, um, to that, what, what is your, what is your emotion or what is your word for us as black people, like our financial state right now? Ooh. So our financial state right now. Yeah. So the word I think thought you were going to ask for is what what do we need? And it was going to be discipline. Mm. And the reason mm. that I, I call the, the brand financially fit and fab is like I'm your finance coach. So like you may have an athletic coach or a personal trainer that gets you in the gym, makes sure you're consistent. I'm your financial coach to keep you consistent. So we're, we're lacking that discipline mm-hmm. and that commitment because that's that's all it takes. Right, 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 right. What about the education? Yeah, the knowledge. It's a lack of knowledge too, because yeah. yeah. what it, that quote, my people will perish from a lack of knowledge. So if you mm. don't know how to do better, then you'll ignore when Sally Mae calls. You'll ignore when Chase calls. When little did you know, you can get a deferment. You can skip some payments, but as long as you you know what to do. All right. Yeah. What got us here? What What do you think that got us to? Where you look into other cultures, you know, you start seeing it being taught at an early age and. Why do you think that we are undisciplined in that in that aspect of life? You know, that that's a heavy hitter one. And and I think it really comes down to I was at a conference two weeks ago with other financial educators. And one of the speakers was talking. His name is David Bach. He's wrote the book Automatic Millionaire. And he was talking about, you know, his passion for finances came when he was nine or ten when his grandma bought him his first stock. So when he was nine or 10, he's he's an older white guy, his grandma bought him Disney stock. I don't know many African-Americans or Hispanics minorities that have their parents or grandparents buying them stock when they're that young. Mm. We don't have that generational wealth, which has us behind the game. But it's not too late. That, that's really what my goal is. It is not too late to build that generational wealth and help the people coming up later. But you have to start now. You can't ignore it. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say was uh, like instant gratification. That too. We, we're not, we don't care about what's happening later. We don't care about future generations. We care about what we have right now. How much money you got in your pocket? What you got on your feet? What you driving? Like we care about crap like that, not like I was able to save this. I was able to uh, pay off this car. I was able to invest in. You know, what I mean, we don't care about that kind of stuff. But if you think about Facebook, you easily would see someone post their new car. Like, yeah, I just got a new car. Mm-hmm. They don't say my car payment is five hundred dollars <laughs> because I have a fifteen percent interest rate. Man. Whereas the person right next to you may have the same exact car with the 4% interest rate only paying $350 a month. Right, right, we don't talk sure. about that. We don't say, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I fully funded my Roth IRA, which is $5,500 a year. We don't say that because how fun is it to write a check? It's not as fun. Right. It, it's fun to see those shiny things, to see those J's. Mm-hmm. But that's really where I feel like education comes into play. Yeah. You see me roll. Man, I was just trying to find something <laughs> on uh, on Facebook, but I can't find it. But anyway. But go ahead, man. I know you had your first point. My no, fault. We kind of jumped in. So no, you are good, man. So uh, let's take and and I, and I found this is um, you know doing a little research over the internet, basically. Um, but num- a mistake uh, number one, it says uh, not having a budget. Um, you know, most people 
uh, don't know where their money goes or how they spend it. You know, you know, there's, there's kind of like, you know, check to check and not really knowing, you know, where their money is. So um, how do you feel about that as, as, as a money mistake? And what do you think needs to be done to fix that mistake? Sure. So that's I think the budget word, the word budget mm-hmm. has such a negative connotation. Like, man, I have a budget. Man, I have to follow a budget. But the way that I look at it, if you budget your money for the things that you have to pay, you can spend more money on the things you want to do or mm-hmm. more money on investing for your future. So mm-hmm. honestly, like you mentioned, a budget is making sure you know where your money's going so you're not wondering where it went. So it's not the end mm-hmm. of the month and you're like, man, where is my money? But it ultimately starts with mindset. Think of how many of our parents may have lived check to check. That's mm-hmm. all we know. Right. That is all we know. So it's starting with the mindset of, I know I, I know I am wealthy, not I'm going to be wealthy. I know I am wealthy. Mm-hmm. I know right. I have abundance. And then it's figuring out how I'm going to put that into my life. So a budget and spending less than you earn is the number one step. If you're always, if you make 3000 a month and you're always spending 3500 you're never going to get ahead. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be, be behind $500. Is, yeah. is it, do you think, uh, do you think we don't budget based off of laziness? I think it's fear. Sometimes it sucks. Like, man, I went to the store and I got this stuff and I have to look at my credit card statement. Uh-huh. And I have to look at my debit card statement. I mean, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've gone to the mall and be like, man, I don't want to think about it. So I think it's fear and also laziness. I mean, there's so many apps out there that can help you budget for you. Like mint.com. That's an app where you literally right link down, up people. your bank account. So it's mint, M-I-N-T dot com. Mm-hmm. You literally link up your bank account to like your checking account, your savings account, your retirement account, your credit cards, your student loans, your auto loans. And it'll show you exactly where you're spending your money every month. Spell that out for people again. I'm sorry. So it's mint.com, M-I-N-T dot com. You link all your bank accounts and it will automatically tell you where you're spending your money each month. And it's free. That's dope. See, technology changed, man. Like, I know, uh, you know, back when I first got like a checking account when I was young and whatnot. And this was back when, and, and people probably still do this, but balancing the checkbook you know you got the carbon copy you gotta write all the you know the yeah, checks and yeah. the check you know where you spent it i hated that like i hate my mom my mom used to teach me that like she she would you know you need to fill out this checkbook you know make sure you tracking what you spend that, that like she she told me that but i was lazy i'm like i'm not writing mm, all that shit down yeah. and I'm, I'm like that today you know just some stuff like i mean i it not not money wise like I, I can budget i mean like you said there's apps you know I, I always check my my bank account app you know i always know what i'm spending um but as far as like other shit, like health you know uh fitness apps track your food i'm not writing down everything i eat i'm not <laughs> writing down everything i drink you know what i'm saying stuff like that it's just you know so that's that's why i kind of said laziness because some people just like i don't feel like tracking all that so i just i wonder if that's something that hinders us yeah. you know as far as being able to budget yeah i think one of the things that you that you well a couple of things one of the things that i think that helps that had helped me or that helps me is man you got to check that bank account mm-hmm. constantly check mm-hmm. that account make sure you know what's coming out Make sure you see what's going out, especially if you have, you know, I, one thing I do, I put on my calendar when I know, like, I have these, like, a few things that come out automatically. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I put on my calendar, like, that morning, it hit me to let me know that it's coming out, and I check my account, you know, everything like that. But, um, I mean, yeah, that's helped me. But one thing we keep saying is, and one of the questions I have, and, you know, I have a four-year-old, you know, when should you start teaching them the importance of saving and, you know, like you said, old boy said his grandmother gave him a stock at nine. Right. 
Disney stock. You know, mm-hmm. that mug made him, he was good. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, what, what, what age do you think that, you know, we should start teaching our kids? You know, because a lot of times, man, we don't understand about credit. Not even they don't teach us in high school. They don't teach us in college. They ain't teaching us any of that until you get out. You'd be like, man, I got three credit cards when I was in college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, ah, that killed me, you yep. know, but. Got me. <laughs> I had one, man. I was lucky, dog. <laughs> but we um, do it for stupid shit. Like, I wanted to buy some J's. Or a free t shirt so you get a credit yeah, card. Yeah, you get a Frisbee. Yeah, something, <laughs> something, anything, dog. Yeah. Like, but at what age do you think, or, you know, what, what should be the process, or how should we start teaching kids, you know, that you, know, that you seem to find out be the best effective way? I mean, honestly, the first way is learning by example. Mm. So like I always relate things to finances. If you see your mom or dad going to the gym every other day, when you grow up, you're going to want to go to the gym every other day. So if you see your parents at the table um, doing their budget and not arguing about it, (laughs) so it's not a bad thing, Mm -hmm. they'll want to do that. So I think it's setting by example. And then little things. You know, maybe your your child likes to buy something at the store saying, hey, you have $5. You can get whatever you want with $5. I did a YouTube video with a blogger who um, has kids that are about 10 and 5. And she had her son that's 10 10 years old set um, or budget for his birthday party. So she said, here's $100. You can budget for your birthday party. You can do whatever you want. So originally he said, man, I want to get pizza for everyone. I want to go somewhere. And he was like, oh, I can't afford this. So they're like, well, well, let's talk about some options that you Mm -hmm. have. So they looked at, well, we could have people over. We can do a sleepover with maybe five people. So giving it, putting that on the child. Because although it may seem like a big deal if you make it like planning your birthday party, it's fun for them and it challenges them. Yeah. It's funny you say that, man, because I do that with Tice. Like if he, Mm -hmm. you know... Like his his aunt gives him money at church. She gives him like a dollar or something like that. And then he wants to go. He loves going to the Dollar Tree because he can mm-hmm. get a bigger bang for his buck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, he goes in with his five dollars. And I'm like, all right, you want to get this and this and this? You only you only can get you know because he knows simple like simple math right now. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm like, you got five dollars, you can get five things. You know what I'm saying? And you know, he has to be very, he can't just be like, I want all of this. He has to pick out or, you know, whatever, how much he has. It's kind of, it's kind of cool seeing him do it. But, you know, I don't even think of it as like, that's why I'm teaching him. But it was like, nah, you only got $5, buddy. Or another way is, uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with 529s. So 529s are a tax advantage account where you can save yep. for college for your child. So um, you can put money in there and it's not being hit by taxes. So say for Christmas, you say we're putting $50 in the child's bank in their 529 for college. And you give them a card that says that. That may not seem like a lot, but it adds up. It really adds up. Think about how much college costs. Yep. It costs a lot. Yeah, and you can write it off in your taxes. Exactly. And in the yep. state of Indiana, you actually get a tax credit yeah. for doing that. Every yep. state's different. Some have deductions. Some have credits. But it also shows them, man, you know, my parents are saving for my college now. And it may not mean a lot, but eventually, when they're our age, I'll look back and be like, man, I remember every Christmas, yeah. some money went in my 529 account. Yo, for, uh, um, forcing the kid to, you know, pay attention to that, that's real. My my, uh, my mom, she did, she did that to me. Once I got older, um, that did it to me. But basically, I would ask for whatever, anything. You know, when I was younger, when I wasn't paying for it, you know, my parents was buying whatever you need. You know, I want this, I want that, mm-hmm. I want that. When I got to the age where, you know, I was having allowance, I was uh, old enough to work, so I had like a little part-time job, had a little change. She was like, she noticed that, you know, 
I was I was being frugal. I was shopping on mm-hmm. clearance racks. I want to go to Value City, <laughs> uh, TJ Maxx. You know what I'm saying? Like I was trying to like really p- pay attention to how much stuff was. So yeah, I think that is definitely important to yeah. like at an, an at an early age to say you know all right, this is how much money you got, and, and they have to, like, you got to make it work. You better make it stretch, you know. And those kids usually have more character anyway. They know how to make a, a Goodwill shirt look like it's a, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> All them the ones that's good at thrift shopping, they be, yeah. they be looking like they fresh out of magazine you get for from, $5, man? dog. Like, where you get that from, man? Ah, oh, man, I can't, you know, I need to get that money from Goodwill. <laughs> and I know some parents are super against allowance because, like, oh, you're doing chores. But if you think of it as, you know, I'm giving this child this money in terms of, you're not going to ask me for candy every time we go to the store. Your allowance was ten dollars. You got to spend it your own. So I yeah, think right. it depends how you frame and your mindset on everything. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good to uh, allowance. You, yeah, yeah you doing what you're supposed to do. Nothing wrong think, with allowance. I think it's good and I think it's bad too. For what reason? Um, I think it's good for the reason, like you said, you're putting the responsibility in your hand. You're like, yo, um, you know, I. You only, I ain't giving you no money. You got your allowance money. You know what I'm saying? But um, I remember at one time, um, you know, I remember uh, my niece was living. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, give your allowance. Make sure you're doing this and doing that. It was cool at first. And then eventually it was like, all right. um, It was like stuff that she should already be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't pay you to clean up your room because you junk it up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't pay you to clean up the dishes that you done yeah. it was your that's dishes you, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah, I it got to that. a point to being like now I'm paying her to do stuff that she should already oh, you dirty up the bathroom mm-hmm. you clean it up yeah. <laughs> you it's know definitely I mean? a delicate balance yeah you know but, what I mean? I mean maybe do it for stuff that, that you know like but it you just gotta got to go the, hang up the Christmas lights yeah you know, but then it got gotta, to a point to where it was just yeah. like yo man you know uh here's some cash just because you know you did well, you know what I'm saying? You did well at school. You you know, mm-hmm. you have it made. It wasn't like every week, like, right. where's yeah. my money? Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, hold up. So it was just reward them for, like, doing stuff like, yo, man, you know, here you go, man. Good job this week or, you know, good grades or whatever, like, once every, you know, whatever, you know. So it was cool like that. So That's funny, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this, the second mistake, uh, money mistake I came across was, it's uh, funny, it, it kind of plays a part on uh, our idiot conversation, but, loaning money to family and friends instead of saving or paying down on debt. So that's another uh, I mistake gotta, that we make yeah. with our own money. And that's loaning and giving it away to friends yeah, absolutely. and family. I, I kind of have a flip on that. So it kind of okay. goes back in. It's kind of piggybacking on that. Uh, one thing we talked about, um, TC and I and a couple other frat brothers, we were discussing. Uh, <laughs> so not only loaning money, a lot of times when you loan money or people asking you for money because they see that you're doing pretty well, they mm-hmm. know that you have this job or they see yeah. that you financially are okay. Um, that seemed like it'd be the people that like, they know, oh, TC, he probably making this much. Let me ask him. He mm-hmm. got it. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, one of the things I want to, I, I guess my question is like, and we all can explore this, but why don't we as a people, like, why are we not very, we're not very open with our finances mm-hmm. with someone else? Like, I mean, I, I promise, man, the guys I work with, man, these dudes will tell me exactly how much they got in their bank. They'll tell me how much they pay for their car. They'll tell me how much their car note. There's no, like, they're pretty transparent with 
their finances when it comes to them discussing it. Mm. They confidently say, yeah, man, dude, I got 30000 in the bank, man. My wife got me for that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And us as black people like, yo, man, I got this new job. How much you making, man? Ah, man, you know, I'm cool. You know, we don't just be like, yeah, I'm yeah. making 70000 mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we kind of... You know, we may take a little bit off or we may add a little, you know what I mean? Just because I don't think we have been very transparent. Why, why is that? Why do you think that we, as a people, you know, and I guess I'm generalizing, but, you know, we seem like we're not very open with our finances. Why is that? It's because of mistake number two. Loaning your money <laughs> to friends and family because if you transparent, they go damn so ask you. Man, they gonna hey, make man, you let me, broke. <laughs> let me hold some, man. Let me. You got it. Let me hold. You got it. You hot roller. You know. You know. I and mean, I would that's... err on the side of caution. And it's kind of even safety reasons. People on Facebook want to say, "Oh, I got a new job. <laughs> Ooh, my credit score is eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be mad when someone steals your identity yeah, based upon all you've been saying on Facebook. They know your security <laughs> questions because you you don't said what your dog's name is, what your mother's maiden name is. I mean, I just <sighs> think think. The the whole privacy thing is an issue. It depends on what level it, it is. So if it's your, you know, your cousin, you're like a family member who you trust. Okay, cool. But everyone doesn't need to know how much you make. But man, we yeah. even cautious with family members are telling them like, you know, yeah. yo, just so man, you got the new, how much they paying you? I really, uh, <laughs> I I like, be real, man. Like, Damn, man. Uh, how much you make last year? Only people I tell uh, how much money I make is my mom and dad. That's fact. I agree. My mom, dad, grandma. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Nobody else. Yeah, like, man. I'm at, I just don't tell anybody. I mean, for it's what? Just, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, we though? always got that for what? But, what's, so, what's what do you think reason? the purpose of your coworkers telling you? Man, you know, we just like, uh, uh, we just, if it's just in conversation of like finances, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're very just like, I mean, they're not like transparent giving me their social security number, but they're they're okay with saying how much they made last year or how much they pay for this house, how much they pay for this motorcycle and how much is in their account. You know, whatever. It's it's always relevant to the conversation to where I think if we were having that with a group of brothers, we, <laughs> you ain't going to. You know, you know what you I know wonder? Me? I wonder if it's on, a, on along the lines of it's nothing to them. You know what I'm saying? So like. Them telling them telling you what they make is just pennies probably compared to what they may have. Yeah, I make you know, I make sixty thousand. I make but yeah, I you know, my nah, family man. got generational money. We rich on the low, like we got paid we got long bread. So me saying I make sixty thousand I've always that, thought that's only a piece of it. I don't really care. But a black person like Yo, I make sixty. That's that's pretty much all I got. So uh, you know, I'm gonna need to keep my whole sixty. So <laughs> I get that. Thank I get, you. <laughs> I think you know. I get that. And another thing, the, another uh, one of the reasons I thought of it, like you know, as I start thinking about it, when I always thought that like we as a people, like there's always like this underlying competition with each other. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? So like if I'm I'm asking you, like if a person asks me, like you said, why do you want to know? Mm-hmm. It almost like in the back of my head, like. What is this dude trying to find out? He has more. He makes more money than me. His house costs more than me. Or, you know what I mean? He got more in the bank than me. Because if I say, if you ask me, like, if if we have a conversation about finance, like, why am I telling you how much I made last year? Why is it relevant? Why is it? Why does it matter to you? Right. You know what I mean? So I always think of it like this competition that we have. That's why we post our car to be like, look Mm -hmm. what I got. You ain't got this. But comparison is a thief of joy at the end of the day. Because if you're worried about comparing how much you make to someone else, you're missing out on your blessing. Missing out. Mm -hmm. I like that. 
Yeah, that's what I always like. Man, what are they trying to compare? Like, is this a competition or make them feel like they're better than you or something? You know what I mean? I have, like, yeah, a former on, a, a classmate who always wanted to ask, how much you make? What's your credit score? It's none of your business. <laughs> none of your business. It ultimately <laughs> is none of yeah. your It does not affect your life whatsoever. Yeah. Man, um, would you, it's almost like that. What'd you get on that test, man? I passed. Exactly. <laughs> Straight up, bro. <laughs> Shit, man, why you, why you nosy, man? I got a 97. All right, good, I, I passed. You want a cookie, mama? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. But oh. back to your statement about loaning money. Uh-huh. I mean, personally, I feel like to be truly set before you loan money, you need to have your emergency fund stacked. So your emergency fund is going to be That's three to six cooking. months of your um, money that you're spending, three to six months of your uh, spending each month. Uh-huh. So if you're loaning money, you don't have that. Man, I'd caution you not to, uh-huh. because what if you lose your job tomorrow? You gonna knock on that cousin's door and say, "Hey, can I, I get that G money. back?" Yeah, they yeah. might not have it. That's that's wild. You know what? You because uh, money mistake number three was living check to check and not having an emergency fund. So you kind of knocked out two uh, birds with one stone right there. So yeah, I, I like how those two play together. You know, like if you don't have, you know, if you don't have something secure for yourself already you know your own stash don't be handing out your money take care of yourself first Mm -hmm. that's another thing that you know that i've just over the years learned you know pay yourself first like when you get your check put something away before you pay any bill or anything like just take whether it's a a percentage uh, a set amount whatever you decide it uh, you know whatever you can comfortably do but put some away for yourself. Man, even if it's $25. It. Man, hey, Exactly what I was going to say. Three to six months may sound like a lot, but if you start somewhere, yeah. if that means you're starting at $20, if that means yeah. tomorrow you're not going to eat out for lunch, you're going to pack that sandwich. Well, for a week, you're going to pack that sandwich and you're going to save $25. It adds up. Because we jack off $25 a month. Easily. Man, you'd be looking up like, damn, man, I spent how much? Yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These and bottles, you know How many times Easy. a month do you buy a bottle? Yeah. Every weekend. That's $100. Dollars right there. That boom, gone. I'm not saying you can't have fun, but if you only buy, so I'm not saying don't have fun, but if you only buy two bottles a month instead of four bottles a month. Right. Yeah, man. I, you know, it's crazy. Uh, it was been, man. It's been a while ago. This girl I was dating, her family, um, they were real financially conscious, and uh, Mm -hmm. they bought me the Dave Ramsey Mm -hmm. uh, little plan, and it it was cool, man. It was, and one of the things his he. He was, you know, talked about paying off um, the biggest credit card first. And it, well, as you're paying off the biggest credit card first, paying the minimum balance on the other ones, then move to the next one or whatever it is. But one of his things was most definitely having a putting a thousand. Make sure your first step is putting a thousand dollars to the side. Is that's your very first thing of putting it in the savings? Just kind of have that in case your your brakes go out. And that's or, a, a good know. book to read, My, uh, My Money Makeover, because yes, he yeah. literally says, if you don't have a 1000 in the bank, I don't care. You need to get it this month. Yeah. That means you need to eat rice and beans every day to get $1,000 yeah. in the bank. And the reason he says that, what if your car breaks down tomorrow? What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Either you're going to borrow money, you're going to put it on a credit card that's going to be interest. It's going to cost even more later. Oh, man. He's anti, he's anti-credit card. You Susie know, Orman is credit card, though. And I'm in the middle because I think credit cards aren't all bad. You know, you can get a free flight with the credit card, but you have to use it responsibly. It's that yeah. discipline. Right. You, you, you need to buy what you want to buy, pay it off. Exactly. Not, not, not max your joint out and then he, try to pay it off he over says, and you just got it. He's saying if you, don't, if you can't pay cash, you don't need it. That's his... That's his, that's his, that's his, that's his uh, you know what I mean? That's I, I was I was like that, and then I got one, and then I got another one, and then I got another one, yeah. and then now I'm back to the <laughs> now, now I got like three or three or four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to like pay down, pay off. Like I got 
you know, one done. And then, you know, so it's like, now I'm like, damn, nah, I shouldn't have never got them up. Yeah. You know it's like, mean? you got to find a balance because yeah. Yeah. if you borrow 500, but can make 2000, that seems like it's worth it for me, yeah. but not everyone can do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's you know, I, I like Dave Ramsey. Well, you know, I was messing with Dave Ramsey for a minute. Then he started dissing Obama and I kind of fell back from him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, he has that book is great, man. Um, I wish I, I probably need to go back into because what happens is, man, like you and, and it's like you said earlier, it's about discipline because I was disciplined as hell. I was reading that book. I'm like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I stayed that way for like a year and then I just kind of got loose and like, ah, man, you know. So it's like you really do have to make it a way of life. You know what I mean? And yep. it just kind of, it's almost like a exercising. You know, you can, like you said, the fit, you know, exercising. It's, it's not like people, if people are like, yo, I'm about to get fit for uh, this trip, I'm going to Miami in three months. And then after you go to Miami, you go right back to live. That ain't no good. Pizza man. and burgers and Yeah, bros. you got to basically yeah. just say, all right, I'm going to change my life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And have balance. Exactly. You know and you, you can follow websites like mine, financiallyfitandfab.com, mm-hmm. give you that regular like that. motivation. So, I mean, it's it's hard to stay motivated all the yeah. time. Even if you're working out super heavy, you're going to have a relaxed day once in a while. Yeah, yeah, and to everyone who wants to go to her website, we will have that tagged in our uh, social media. We'll mm-hmm. have Tia tagged also. So, yeah, y'all got to go check that out. All right, TC, cool. what's your next one? That's funny, man. Like, she's very on point because the next one uh, was piling up debt on credit cards and not being aware of your credit score. So we kind of yeah. were just talking yeah. about, you know, having credit cards, multiple cards, and having that debt, and you basically trying to fight this interest and yeah. interest on top of interest, and, you know, you lose. And at the point to where you paying, it's like you got a you got a, a $800 balance on this credit yeah. card, $1,000 balance, and your bill is thirty dollars, so you pay thirty dollars, yeah. but you don't realize that twenty five of it is interest. Exactly. <laughs> so you really only pay five dollars, mm. and so now you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Year, uh, uh, two years later, you like, damn, I pay like a hundred dollars off. Yeah, that's it. I've been paying for this joint for like two years. You know what I mean? So people aren't. I don't think people pay enough attention to that. You know what I mean? Like, look at those interest rates. Look at, you know, be mindful of that you know you, just, you making the company rich. You just paying yeah. they you. You put money in their pockets, not paying off your balance. So. For sure. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I want to ask is, so we already on credit score. So if we have someone listening right now and they're like, yo, how can I hire, you know, get my credit score high? You know, I'm still paying bills. You know, I'm trying to, I'm paying bills late because I'm just trying to catch up on my check and, you know, everything like that. What is like a simple thing, like some simple like tips of like that we or people may not know of just like, hey, man, I can get you, I can get your credit score up. 50 points if you just you know start doing these steps right here so the very first step i'd say is pull a copy of your credit report if you haven't done that lately you can do that for free at the website www.annualcreditreport.com that was www.annualcreditreport.com that gives you one free credit report from each of the three major bureaus per year so the very first thing is look through that and find errors because honestly, there are a lot of errors on credit reports. So if you find an error and dispute it, that can make your credit score go up immediately. So you need to know what's on your credit report. The second way is to pay your pay your bills on time. So pay uh, bill history, I believe 15% of your credit score. So making sure that your bills are regularly paid on time will be a, a impact to your credit score. Um, if I was focused on the main three things, the last would be credit utilization ratio. So that means you want to, even though the bank may loan you $1,000, they don't want you to max it out. They want to see that you're responsibly using credit. They want you to keep that under 30%. So if they loan you $1,000, don't put more than $300 on that credit card. Right. Mm. 
Good words. Yeah, Good man. Words. Um, next one I have, and this this one I uh, I got a little huh. Go ahead, go ahead. I just gotta give you a heads up. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, the next one I have um I, I got a little experience in it, but not having life insurance, and I'm gonna want to get your 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 uh, opinion <sighs> on this. Not having life insurance. Um. A will or long-term disability insurance. So um, the basis behind that is protect your dependents, your kids, spouse, and parents. Uh, remember that life insurance will also help uh, defray costs and pay off any debt uh, not discharged by death. So um, basically a lot of people don't um, really care about life insurance. I used to sell life insurance. Oh. When I first moved to Indy, <laughs> I sold life insurance. I hated it. <laughs> um, but I learned a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I did it for like five, six months. And um, I, I learned, one, a lot of, no one wants life insurance. Like, I, when you get hired by a company to be a sales rep, that's like their number one thing is what is your, who, how large is your circle? Who can you reach out to that you can sell our product to and i had a pretty decent circle i know i guess a decent amount of people so they're like all right cool so i mean i'm reaching out to friends family frat you reached whoever out to, you reached out to me man <laughs> i was like oh man this dude doing that he, hey hit me with that curve man i ain't touched this nigga in a minute dog. <laughs> like, hit me with that curve you are you busy uh, i'm a little busy right now what's up though <laughs> <laughs> see that's why you do it <laughs> That's exactly. Hey, listen, up. I'm telling y'all, use that theory, and you will not be putting no bullshit. <laughs> That's hilarious. But no, nah, man, like a lot of people were not interested. Like, dog, get off my phone with this bullshit, dog. Especially your friends. They're like, what are you talking about? But I'm talking about insurance, man. Just, just learn it. Especially like uh, what I learned was this whole life insurance, and this—I mean, this could be different. I don't know mm. if it's the same, but like back when I was doing it, they were like, you know, you should you should focus on whole life insurance. You get. Um, you get your amount at death, and then over the time of the policy, you generate a cash value, which you know helps at retirement age, and you can pull from that cash value that you generate over time, and blah 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 blah. Um, so it's like kind of like a double whammy, but um, yeah, life insurance. What 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 are your thoughts on that? So the saddest thing I've seen in the past year or so on Facebook is those GoFundMe's with someone that's passed away mm. and they're asking for life insurance to take care of the funeral costs. Right. One of my good friends who sells life insurance says uh, holding a GoFundMe is like holding a bake sale for funeral expenses. I feel like that. a bake sale. You're asking your friends to help them pay for this funeral. Right. So life insurance is super important. Now mm -hmm. I'll say most millennials, I didn't get life insurance till last year outside of my job mm -hmm. because I don't have any dependents. My bought, but when I bought a house is when I was like, okay, let me get life insurance. Mm -hmm. I have a house. When I pass away, I want my house to be paid for, my car to be paid for, student loans, and my parents not to worry about that. Mm -hmm. So honestly, if you don't necessarily have dependents, you don't really need life insurance per se, mm -hmm. or maybe you can get a smaller life insurance policy. But definitely, if anyone is depending on your income, you need life insurance. Mm -hmm. It does more than just pay for the funeral expenses. It helps replace your income. Right. So there's two types of life insurance, term and whole life insurance. Mm -hmm. Now, my background is mutual funds, so okay. I'm not the biggest proponent of whole life. I didn't really talk about my background besides Sally Mae. I work for a large investment firm as well. Uh -huh. um, so term life insurance, basically, um, it's a lot cheaper, and it just covers you for a defined term. So say it's covered for 30 years. So you have this life insurance up until, say I'm 30 now, up until I'm mm -hmm. 60, whereas whole life, it's more expensive, but it's 
also investing the difference so that you have that guaranteed stream of income. Yeah. So I, I, I sell mutual funds. That's mm-hmm. kind of my full-time full time gig. I'm more so get term, get the cheap stuff, but invest the rest. The thing is, how many of us our age are actually going to invest the rest? See, how uh, many of us are going to put the $30 to my, my term life insurance and then put $100 in a mutual fund or right. in a stock? Most of us aren't. So I need to talk to you about the mutual funds part. So, I mean, I got the term, the whole life. I get, I get all that, but... Um, the other part, yeah, I would definitely like to talk to you about. But yeah, I, I got I got me a, uh, I, I filled out a policy when um, I moved here in uh, 2011, and I started working for them. Like I wrote my own policy. Like I'm going to sign myself up for this insurance because I mean after just hearing this, it, like yeah, you know what I mean. Like if, if something happened to me, I don't have any dependents, but I don't want anybody to have to worry about burying me. I don't want any mm-hmm. other. If if I got any debt, I want it taken care of. So having this lump sum that comes, you know if I happen to pass, would take care of everything. You know, no one has to worry about it. There is no GoFundMe. There is no, you know, let, let me let me hold something. Let's take up a collection, this and the third. You know what I mean? I don't have to borrow anybody. So, yeah, man. I mean, with me having a high-risk job, you know, they hitting us left and right with the life insurance. <laughs> oh, yeah, I already know. So, you know, I, when I first came on the job, man, it was like, you know, there was life insurance and, you know, I'm a firefighter, if you don't know, so they they hitting us like, come on, you got to, you know, I'm like, all right. And the white guys, like I said, they're very transparent mm-hmm. on their investments that they made and what you should do. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me let me go ahead and – because, you know, like you said, you think about it, man. You, people die, don't even, they don't even have money to bury themselves, you know. And, and burial sad. is expensive. Yeah. I mean, if you, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like it's, – it's expensive. That's man. just the burial. The, I mean, yeah, the don't headstone, be, yeah. that's even – that's expensive. All that. You just, gotta get, even getting cremated is expensive, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, to everybody out there, man, think about that. Don't be selfish towards your family. You know, tomorrow you cannot be here. Tomorrow's not promised for us. You can, right. So you don't want to leave that issue to, you know, with your family. Like, right. And one of the, man, you know, speaking of Facebook, it's kind of going on a different turn. You mean, I'll be seeing these dudes with money stacks up to their ears. And <laughs> There's a disconnect. <laughs> money phone. We don't call they that money the, over here. They got the money phone and then their mm-hmm. family got to go fund me for mm-hmm. their funeral. It's like, sad. Damn, dog. You tripping. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's crazy. I was going to say something negative, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> the biggest thing I hear, though, is I have life insurance through work. Which is cool, but what if you lose your job tomorrow mm-hmm. and then you pass away in two months? What's going to happen to your family? Yeah, man. Screw. <laughs> Pretty much. You know what I mean? Screw the pooch. Yep. Um, last one I had. Last one I had. I got two. Least. I got like, I think I got like three policies, you bro. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> it's crazy. I just talking about points, my bad. No, no, no. <laughs> um, the last one I had was, um, and this was uh, not saving for retirement. Um, not taking full advantage of that 401k. Or a 401k match. You know what I'm saying? So what are your thoughts on that? And and how we can be better at taking advantage of those things. It's, I mean, it's cats out there that don't even know what the for don't even know what their company might match, you know, or they're not even putting in the full amount that they could put in, you know. It's crazy. So, a lot of companies aren't even really matching like they used to, man. Yeah, my joint does, man. They I'm match. Gonna take, yo. I'm gonna take that. I remember some companies was matching like a hundred percent. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, you better take advantage of that boy. <laughs> yeah. So what do you say to man, people about that? I wish you guys could see the smile on my face. I literally <laughs> lit up when he talked about retirement because that is that's my jam. Not to be corny, but that that's my jam is retirement. <laughs> so millennials need 1.8 million dollars when we retire. That's 1.8 million. So, of course, I've taken wow. into account inflation and all that sort of thing because we won't retire for 30 years. But that's a lot of money. Right. So the best way to get to that $1.8 is to start saving now. Okay, so, so what's retirement age? At what, 60? 
65. I mean, personally, I'm retiring at 50. I don't know about oh, y'all, but I mean, maybe the national okay. retirement age is between 60 and 65, but it's okay. about that mindset. So I yeah. am retiring at 50. 50. Okay. E- so exactly. you almost done. You know, I still got some time, but so, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the first thing to do is to start early. So if your job has a 401k tomorrow, like literally after you listen to this episode, you need to call and see how much they match. So basically if they match, say for example, they match uh, 3% of your salary. So if you make who, let me pick easier numbers, but say they match 3%. So if you put in 3% of your salary, they'll put in 3% too. So if you put in a hundred dollars, they'll put in a hundred dollars as well. That's a free $100 each free. pay period. Straight up. Free. Free money. You throwing exactly. away free money by not matching. You exactly. I mean? And if you think about it, in the in the market, like in the investment market, compound interest interest takes place over time. So although it may only seem like $100 today, 30 years later, it's going to be a lot more than $100. So it's, it's honestly starting now. Right. And so say, okay, my job doesn't have a 401k. That's cool. Your job may have other type of retirement plan, like a 403B, a simple IRA. There are many different types of retirement plans. Oh, yeah. So your first step is to call, find what, what they have. If they have nothing, no big deal. There's something called an IRA or individual retirement account. You can put $5,500 a year, and you can also save for retirement that way. So there's mm-hmm. plenty of ways. Oh, yeah. So that that account you just mentioned. Um, Which one? Uh, the, what do you, what do you the say? The IRA? Individual, yep. Yeah, IRA. Um, there's no, I mean, that's just only you in, yeah. in putting into that. I have a Roth. Correct. There's the traditional and the Roth. I have the uh-huh. Roth. Exactly. So the traditional is going to be your pre-tax money yeah. and Roth is going to be after tax money. But you can get your money for, I mean, you don't want to mess with it, but you can in emergencies. Yeah. Yeah. On a Roth, yeah, a you Roth, can take yeah. any money that you've contributed out at any time without yeah. taxes or penalties. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man. I don't, we don't a, have a 401k. We have a, a we have a, a SARS called PERF, like. Perf, like for the police and firefighters. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what do you? How do you feel about um, people taking from their retirement? Um, I dig. Um, I don't want to dig too deep. I don't want to expand it, but like you know, he <laughs> you, get, said, you get stung, bro. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. Like, money, he, like yeah. you got that. You got that. Mess with that, boy. That's where you can you can pull from it. I think that's you know that's that's working backwards. You're working against yourself. You're trying and to. And I've seen it, people but, get hit thirty percent on pulling from that. Exactly. So if you pull from your IRA, for example, and you're less than fifty nine and a half, you're gonna get hit with an early distribution penalty of ten percent. Plus, you're gonna be taxed at your ordinary income tax rate. So say you take out fifty thousand and you own, you made. 30000 last year, your tax rate is going to shoot up and it's $80,000. So you're going to get taxed all that extra money. 401ks is like 20% at your tax. So like really think about, is it worth taking this money out? No. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I said, man, no. some people are in dire terms. Like they dire needs. They're about to lose this and lose that. So but I, have a I get those is it worth people. It? Is it worth it? I exactly. Get, yeah, it has to be worth it. You can't just be like, yo, I need this new whatever TV. Yeah. Man, you bugging. <laughs> but if you got to lose your house, lose your car, or something like that, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And talk to a tax advisor because there are situations where you can take money out tax-free in yeah. certain situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or penalty free. Man, we need we need you to come back like once every six months to give us some, <laughs> give some tips, some and, updates, some tips. Yeah, man, because I think people can need this, man. I think people really just need that confidence to understand and know, like, yo, you're not the only one out here, um, not saving and you know, man, because I don't think they're, you know, honestly, I don't think it's ever like saying like it's too late, you know. And people think like, yo, man, shoot, I'm almost forty mm-hmm. and I don't even have a thousand dollars in my account. It's not too late, you know what no, I'm saying? You got to start. It's not too late. So um, I have a friend who he came over to my house and was like, man, my credit sucks. I'll never have what you have. And I was like, 
my credit score was like five, five something, and I improved it to seven something. So it's not about being stuck in the past. It's how can I improve that? Yes. Yes. That'd be positive, man. Tia, man, I, I, I couldn't wait for this conversation. I've been wanting to have it for a while. And honestly, man, I think, TC, if you're up to it, um, we got to have you back in a in a couple of months. Yeah, I'm Definitely. always I'm always willing to yeah, have the homies yeah, on, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's. Yeah. Hey, what's a, before we go, man? What's a quick warning to those other individuals out there living check to check, and they know Christmas is coming, and they gotta think they gotta you know give their kids the the top notch Christmas. And <laughs> what what would you what would you say to those people? I mean, it's obvious, but what would you what would you say? Damn, that's a good. That's. that's I mean, I have a whole post on my blog about that. <laughs> Three reasons not to shop during Black Friday is one of them. And another way is how to afford Christmas without going broke. So that's two posts on the site. But the number one thing is set a budget. So be mm-hmm. real, realistic about what you can afford. So if Christmas is four pay periods away from you and you can only save $25 a pay period, guess Christmas is going to be $100. Be realistic. Is it worth going into debt for Christmas for one day? Get creative. Man, I need, I need to look at this post because I need to see why you say don't shop Black Friday because uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm hunting for a sale, something, something crazy, but not, not recklessly. It's just something I might need. I'll wait until one of those two days and then i'll you know i mean i'll pull a trigger like i'm saving like 200 300 on something so the biggest thing is is they get you like say walmart for example you, they get you with that cheap tv but uh-huh. then you go in and you buy three other things that you didn't need uh so you're talking, so you talking about the impulse buys exactly so, so that's one reason the impulse right. buys another reason it's not always good sales certain things are mm-hmm. not even good i think jewelry is one of them Christmas time is not the best time to buy that. Mm. It's knowing when's the best time and what's the good deal. Things. And can you afford it? I'm sorry, but if your emergency fund is not funded, <laughs> you probably right. cannot afford it. Right. So if you don't have $1,000 in your emergency fund just right now, not the three months, if you don't have $1,000, you shouldn't go Black Friday shopping. Unless maybe you got a cell phone laying around that you could sell or <laughs> right. you can, you know, get a side hustle. It's not too late. I mean, I got a lot of side hustles. So Hey, don't be afraid to sell. What's what's the what's letgo.com accounts and all that? It's a lot. Man. Declutter.com is a new one I learned about. Yeah, eBay. Yeah, eBay is the, the GOAT. Uh, sell man, some you, shit, man. I never go Black Friday. Man, I, got, I think I got like a 32-inch TV one time. But I think what happens is people see those deals and they're like, oh. I don't need it, but man, you can't beat that like, price. That's the issue with Black Friday. <laughs> like, man, I, don't, I don't need it. That's, that's what they should have stopped. I mean, they, like you, TV. but some people get a lot of stuff that they don't need now. Yeah. Unless you've been like, yo, man, I I've, I've needed a TV for right. like a month, but I'm gonna hold wait. off because yeah. Black Friday's coming, and that's I got cool. some money put aside. I'm gonna go ahead and grab this. That's cool. So I'll admit, like, I don't. I used to be a shopaholic. I'm not anymore. I know certain stores I love have 50 percent off on Black Friday, so I'm gonna re up on work clothes. Mm. Honestly. Because I know they have a sale. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. I got my last car on Black Friday. Really? Was it on sale? (laughs) Yes, it was. (laughs) That was the best Black Friday thing I've 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 ever gotten. (laughs) (laughs) The last the last Mustang and Bad Boy was on on the sale, bro. It's memorable too, though. Think about all the other things you might buy Black Friday that you forget about two weeks later. Right. You know what I mean? I, I had that car for a while. That was my. That was my. That was my baby. That little 32 inch <laughs> I got still work, man. <laughs> got that one like seven years ago. <laughs> hey, straight up, man. Work like a champ. Yeah. And real quick, man, before we get out of here, um, what are a couple um, pieces of literature, books, 
uh, articles, anything that you mm-hmm. think that um, that you've come across that could be helpful to anyone that's looking to, you know, straighten out their financial situation and trying to, you know, clean up their act or get on the straight and narrow, you know, what would you suggest? Sure. So there's two books in particular that are by um, like African-American financial gurus like myself. Right. And so one would be uh, The One Week Budget, and it's by uh, Tiffany the Budget Nista. So it really walks you through setting a budget for one week and cutting out extra expenses to really save money. Okay. So it's a great place to start. Um, another book would be by Lynette Kalfani Cox. Her book is called Zero Debt, The Ultimate Guide to Financial Freedom. So her goal was to get out of debt. Once she did, it was to invest. So she mm. walked you through her steps to get out of debt. Okay. That's dope, man. Dope, man. Yeah, y'all write those. I hope y'all are listening. Write those books down. Yeah, yeah. Hit rewind on this episode just to make sure you get and, and if you don't want to <laughs> hit re- that. If you don't want to hit rewind, Tia, where can they find you to get all these some of these tips and more? Definitely. Just just head to my website. That's where you can get all my social media. It's www.financiallyfitandfab.com. Yes. So regular education, budgeting, saving, homeownership, credit, investing. I got you. And we will have that on all our social media. And TC, where is our social media? That's at is High Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Any of our episodes you want to find, that's on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Cool. And yeah, we we will have, and, and even if we don't have you here, we can give you a call and you can give us some financial tips. <laughs> really? <laughs> that'd be dope. I think that'd be, you know, we teach yeah. us financial tips and all that good stuff. It could be like a, a, a little segment. A, a, little three, little like, th- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every three months we give you some, give you some game. <laughs> Qu- quarterly financial uh, segment. Yeah, 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 that might be, yeah, that might be. <laughs> Starting January. That yeah, that'd be, be dope. All right, yeah. so yeah, we, hey, don't nobody steal that shit either. We, we the stakes is high <laughs> gonna do that. <laughs> Straight up, bro. Be, hey, yeah, so. they be walking, they be pocket watching <laughs> All right, man, everybody, you guys, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this. I know I did. TC, any last words? Hey, yo, where can I get the T-shirts? Oh, yeah. Hey, we're going to have this link. We're going to have this link real soon. Uh, so just but wait Where can it. they find your T-shirts? And then we got the stakes as high as coming later. So where can they find those T-shirts? How they been doing? How you oh, t- the, the, yeah, my, the trade club design joints are, are, are doing great, man. Um uh, I, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy having it. I appreciate everyone that supports. Yo, I'm glad you said that. Yo, you know DJ Prince here from Indy, Young yeah, Cat. See, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, um, young lady I know named Simone uh, reached out and 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 she said, you know, hey, I got a a young guy, and she really she was really uh, modest about it. It's like, yeah, hey, I got you know a young guy that I know. Um, I, I think he would love your shirts. So I'm going to um, support, and I'm going to, you know, get your shirt, and I'm going to, you know, give it to him, and I'm going to have him, have him rock it. And I'm like, oh, cool, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a site. Go ahead. Check it out. It was DJ Prince. You know what I'm wow. saying? Yeah. And so uh, on Instagram, uh, she had sent me the link. But, yeah, he was doing a live spin, and he had on the nil joint. You ah, know what cool. I'm saying? The, cool. the, the ESPN play on, on, on taking the knee. So, um, he had on a nil T dog and uh yo, I mean I'm looking at the likes. It was like 
liked by Swiss Beats, liked, liked by uh, DJ Premier, getting one of these liked shirts, liked by Quest Love. I'm like, uh, liked by the real Jada Kids. I'm like, dang, like, like people was get that like, shirt for real, man. Like real, real folks was like peeping the the video. Just the fact, and, and, and I mean, hey, they might not, they might not even pay attention to the shirt, but the fact that the visibility is there, man, I, I definitely appreciate it. But those of you listening, if you want to check out the site and interested in uh, some of the teas I might have on uh, that I do have on there, uh, that is treyclubdesigns.threadless.com. Cool. So treyclubdesigns.threadless.com. Go on there and check it out. Um, the biggest shirts selling that I have are the Neil uh, design. You know, following along the cap situation and Jamel Hill and the suspensions from ESPN. That was a whole inspiration behind design. Um, the 90s or the 90s tv martin joint so everybody loves martin well i don't say everybody but a lot of people love martin so um got like a name shirt with all the characters for martin the main characters that should be i should say and then my region rap shirt and that's a lot of people from back home uh anybody out the region chicago land area gary hammond merrillville surrounding cities areas whatever um just a couple of couple of names of cats that i grew up to uh grew up listening to uh, on a shirt and a lot of people have been loving that so they're like my biggest three selling joints so uh, I appreciate everybody that supported so far thank you very much and uh, keep checking I'm gonna keep dropping new stuff man I got like a Greek line I'm gonna, I'm gonna do next man I got some um got some design starting with that cold shirt that I had at homecoming that's that's, that's that's number one and then I'm gonna do one for yeah, for each org and then see cool. how that see how that worked. But yeah, man, thank y'all. I definitely appreciate appreciate the support thus far. And uh yeah, I'm gonna keep cooking, man. All right, man. And guess what? Stakes is high ones are dropping next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got we got some stakes is high yeah, coming. Man. So, so be patient very, with that. Yeah, soon. hopefully it'll be yeah soon. So Yeah, we're gonna drop that link for y'all and then hey, y'all let it go. Y'all y'all gonna have at it, man. Get what you need. So yeah. All right, man. Thank you guys for listening to Stakes is High Podcast. Peace. Peace.